You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. In this video, we're going to continue our discussions of the REST API. In a previous video, which I've linked here and below, I showed you how to interact with a Cisco DNA Center server's REST API. In this video, we're going to connect to a Cisco IOS XE device. So rather than connecting to a controller, we're connecting directly to a networking device. For the CCMP exam, you need to know REST APIs. You need to know, for instance, the status codes that you get back. So do you know what a 404 error code is? That's quite a well-known error code or status code. So 404, you need to know what that is. You need to know, for instance, what 200 is. You need to know some of the other status codes for the CCMP exam. Once again, you could interact with a network device using the CLI, but in this video, we're going to interact with a network device using the REST API. For a lot of people, this doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense when they've only got one device. But remember, we are looking at scaling. So if you've got 100 or 200 or 1,000 devices, it makes a lot more sense to programmatically change the configurations of network devices using a well-known exposed API. So once again, in this video, I'm going to show you how to interact with the REST API of a Cisco IOS XE device using Postman. Enough said, let's get started. Now, rather than interacting with DNA Center, let's just talk directly to a router. The advantage of using DNA Center is you can talk to a controller that's then managing many, many devices. But you can also talk directly to a device if it supports a REST API. So in this example, we're going to use the Cisco DevNet iOS XE always on Sandbox. This is its DNS name. This is the protocol that we're going to use, port number, username, password, and we're going to use Postman once again. Now, very important, before you do anything else, and I want to show you this in both Windows and on a Mac, in Postman, Go to File on your Windows installation, Settings, and make sure that you turn off SSL certificate verification. The router in this example is using a self-signed certificate. If you don't turn this off, it's not going to work. You're going to drive yourself crazy. You have to override self-signed certificates to make this work. On a Mac, you need to go to Postman Preferences and disable SSL certificate verification. Before you do anything else, make sure you've done that. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So I've got some pre-built stuff here. But again, let's not use that. Let's do stuff manually so that you can see how it works. I'll close all these tabs. New tab, Untitled Request. First thing I want to do is get a list of interfaces on the router. This is the URL that I'm going to use. So I'm simply going to paste that in here. It's a GET statement. 
We're using get, URL is that, but we need to put our authorization information in. It's basic authentication. You can see that here in the PowerPoint slide. Username is developer, password is Cisco12345 with a second character being a one. So we're gonna use developer as our username, password is that. This should connect to that router and give us a list of interfaces on the router. Notice it's returned the information in this example in XML format. So I can see gigabit one, this is the management interface, don't touch it. IP address is this, net mask is this, or subnet mask is that. Here's another interface that was configured by REST. Someone else is configuring this. So this is an always on sandbox, so anyone can connect to this, so you'll see other people creating stuff on the router. Now XML like this isn't that easy for us as a human to read. You can see someone has added loopback 100 here using RESTConf. Someone has added in this example loopback 103 using the CLI and NetMeco. Someone has also added a loopback of 200 using Python. XML isn't the easiest to read. Let's rather change this to JSON formatting. So to do that, I'm gonna go to headers. And what we're going to do is create a key called accept. And the value of that key is gonna be application yang hyphen data plus JSON. So that. And then I'm gonna click send. And notice we've got JSON formatting now rather than XML formatting. That's probably a lot easier to read for us as humans. So we can see IETF interfaces. Notice this is an array, square brackets there. Gigabit interface is this, we told not to touch it. There's the IP address. Here's interface gigabit two configured by Harvey with his information. Here's gigabit two 100 and other interfaces that have been added. You can see suddenly we've got loopback 88 here. So there are other people once again working on this. Here's loopback 99, loopback 100. So once again, other people are configuring this device, but there you go. That is an example of using REST to connect to a router and retrieve information back. Notice we're using HTTPS. We are not using NetConf here. We're not using SSH, we're using HTTPS. REST API call. Now one thing I'll say is if you have problems, then add this second key. So if you have problems where it doesn't send back the information, then add the second key, but in my test it's not required, but it will be required when you wanna add an interface. So in the PowerPoint slide, once again, I've given you all that information, but now let's use a post and let's add an interface. So post will allow us to add something. So I'm gonna click on this tab, put the URL in. It's a post, we need to use the same username and password, so not a get, but post. Go to authorization. In this example, we're using basic authentication. On DNA Center, we were using tokens, so xauth tokens for authorization. Here we're using basic authentication. So username is developer, password is Cisco12345, that's correct. 
we need to go to headers and we need to add two headers here. Key one is accept. Once again, we wanna use JSON and we're gonna do the same thing again for key two, but key two is gonna be content type. This kind of stuff is determined by the developer, in other words, by the API. If you wanna interact with an API, you need to send the information as required by that API and the developers of that API will decide what that API requires. So don't worry too much about what the values are. This is the API developed by the Cisco iOS XE people, and we're interacting with that API now. Now step three is we need to add this to the body. Because we wanna create a specific interface, we need to tell the router what interface we wanna create. So to do that, we're gonna use this text in the body of our API call. So go to body, go to raw, and paste this in. Now, because other people, just go back to get, are creating interfaces on this router, I've specifically used a high-end loopback number so that I'm not interfering with what they're doing and they're not interfering with what I'm doing. So I'm gonna create a loopback of one, two, three, four, and say that this was added using rest conf, IP address is gonna be 1234, subnet mask is gonna be slash 32. So if I go back to the get statement and click send, notice that loopback doesn't exist on the router. We've got some physical interfaces, we've got some loopbacks, but we don't have a loopback 1234. So back to our post, I've put the URL in. Authorization is basic authorization using developer, password of Cisco. Headers, I've specified accept and content type. Body, I've put this information in. Click send. We have got 201. Request has been fulfilled and resulted in a new resource being created. That's good. So let's confirm the results. So go back to get, click send, scroll down, and notice here's our loopback interface. Now if I try to create that again, I'm getting an error, 401, conflict, object already exists. So I've already got that interface, so I can't create it. But if I created another one, let's create a loopback 1235 and click send. We've got 201 created. Go back to get, click send. Notice 1235 exists and so does 1234. So there's an example of creating a loopback interface on a router using a REST API. Direct connection to the REST API of the router. Okay, so I've once again put that in the PowerPoint presentation for you. Let's delete that loopback. So I'm gonna create a new tab here, but this is a delete. URL is that. Notice at the end here, I've specified the interface that I want to delete. Authorization is gonna be basic authorization using our credentials. We have to have a key of accept. So go to headers, key of accept here. Application is Yang data plus JSON. Click send. We're told that there's no content. Let's do a send again here. Notice the interface has been deleted. Let's change that to interface 1345. 
I should have checked that first. I'll do it again in a moment. But notice here's one, two, three, five. So that exists. One, two, three, four is deleted. But let's delete one, two, three, five. No content has been returned. That's correct. So back on our get, click send. Notice one, three, five is gone. Let's create one, two, three, four once again. If you want to, you can duplicate this tab. So now I've got two posts. And what I could do is do a post for one, two, three, four and one, two, three, five. So let's create, so it's a post. Let's create loopback one, two, three, four. It's created now. So back on our get statement, click send. Notice one, two, three, four has been created. Let's create one, two, three, five. Click send. It says created. That's good. Do get again. It's created. But if I delete, in this case, one, two, three, four, click send. No content returned. Previously, that loopback was created, but now it's gone. We've got loopback 200 and then loopback 1235. 1234 has gone. Let's delete 1235. Click send. Do get once again. Notice that loopback has gone. So I've shown you now how to use Postman to interact directly with a router and find out the interfaces on the router, create a new interface, as well as delete an interface. REST APIs, that is an example of using REST APIs on an individual device. But I've also shown you previously how to do that with DNA Center. So DNA Center, once again, REST API allows me to interact with a whole bunch of devices. Here I'm interacting with one device. Now the comment I always get is, David, I could just use the CLI, might be quicker. But don't forget that with programming, you can scale. So I'm gonna show you now how to get to the interfaces of one router, but if I had 200 routers, I could write a Python script with a loop. No human would be able to compete with a Python script written properly or an Ansible script written properly where it's connecting to many devices and doing things on many devices. You may be quick on one device, but if I write my script right, there's no way a human can compete if I've got 100 or 200 devices or 1,000 devices. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.